This podcast is powered by The Plug. I know your, your favorite album is the Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah, that's right. How'd you know that? Damn. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Good. Your favorite song of the album is Who, is who Knew? Yeah, it, what, it, uh, it, it's that and uh, Drug Ballad. I can't say that either of those are who I am <laughs> whatsoever, but that is my favorite. I, I hate that it is, too, because I'm just I'm like another white dude from Michigan. Like, oh, I fucking love Marshall Mathers LP. Hey, but, hey, hey. I, you know, I'm not one of those stands, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can admit when Eminem puts out some trash, but mm-hmm. uh, but I, I love Marshall Mathers LP. Damn, Q. Baby, you did that. What up, what up, what up, man? It's your boy, Shy. Shy vs. Everybody Podcast. Voice of Detroit. Motherfucking podcast MVP in this motherfucker, man. The champ is here. The champ is here. What up, what up, what up, man? It's your boy, Shy. Shy vs. Everybody Podcast, episode 181. We got a special guest in the building, man. First off, man, I appreciate him being a Kobe fan, a Kobe idol. You know what I'm saying? This dude was a hooper. One of his star moments was a uh, tip dunk, you know what I'm saying, off the miss. <laughs> yep. Track star. Mm-hmm. What'd you go, the long jump or hot jump? I did long jump. Yep, yeah, yep. track star, yeah, I know. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, he's a comedian, inspiring comedian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A rapper. I don't know if he go by Jay Ham. You know what I'm saying? Comet. Yeah. Or you, you go by your government name, Joey? I just go by there? Joey, yeah. Joey okay. Hamoud. Yeah, Joey uh, Hamoud. The rap name is Comic. Yeah. There was there was an era of Jay Ham for sure. Yeah, I was saying, so, talk, yeah. what happened with Jay Ham? Why you changed it from Jay Ham uh, to, uh, to Comet? You know, that uh, at one point, I just was leaning more towards in a certain personality characteristic mm. of uh, the persona that I was putting out. It just kind of, I kind of gradually started becoming more funny, I think. Okay. I never thought I would start actually <laughs> being a comedian or, you know, making skits or even, I just started doing stand-up too. Mm-hmm. So if I had known that, I probably wouldn't have chose the name comic mm-hmm. for a rapper because now just shit is confusing. <laughs> <laughs> but the bars that I would make up, they just they came off as yeah. like punchlines. Mm-hmm. You know, they came. I came. I come from that kind of era of like Lil Wayne, where there's comedy within each line. For sure, for sure. So it just kind I of, and it kind of is just it's relative to uh, being a stand-up comedian anyway. So mm-hmm. it was kind of just paying an homage to it. So mm-hmm. I just I went with that. Plus there are way too many Jay Ham. <laughs> there are way too many. You know, you get John Hammond. <laughs> From Jurassic Park is Jay Ham. John Ham is Jay Ham. I'm like, damn, I'm like. Remember Jay Hood? Yeah, Jay Hood. Jay Hood from yeah. Dipset. I mean, not, I said Dipset. From the Locks. He was with the Locks and them. Uh, Jay Hood. What was the name of that? They, um, D Block. D Block. D Block, yeah. Yeah, Jay Hood. I don't know what happened to you, Jay Hood. <laughs> Hope you still Been a minute. Music. Yeah, man. Shout out Jay Hood. For sure, for sure. Now, would you, did you have any previous names before Jay Ham? It was like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, that was terrible. Probably. Um, for a while, um, just went by Joey, mm-hmm. I think, when I first started. And I, fr- I thought that was dumb, but now it's like, there's yeah. like Tyler, the creator. There's yeah. like people named Dave, yeah. Steve, whatever. I'm like, damn, I really could have done it. And like, hey, whenever I hear Dave. Dave Joey, for some reason, I just think about Blossom. Yeah, a little bit. That's my shit, yeah. Blossom. Blossom. Goddamn, good TV shows back It's there. either Blossom, it's either like a real like tough Italian, which I'm not, or it's just like a little boy eating cereal. Like, hey, Joey. Enjoying the commercial. Yeah. <laughs> he cereal. likes it. Joey. Yeah. Now, we start everything off, though, with Salute Me While I'm Here. A lot of mm-hmm. times we, we wait for people to pass away before we give them flowers. You know what I'm saying? But it can't be an easy answer. It can't be parents. It can't be if you're in a relationship. It got to be somebody out of that circle. So you got somebody you want to go ahead and show some love to? Show love to my fiance. Okay. Yeah. A lover. I don't. We um, spent so much time together that, like, we just got engaged, by the way. Mm. And, uh, but we spent so much time together that I feel like we don't appreciate each other. 
that much. So you, generally, uh, I mean, maybe I sound like a simp or whatever, but I feel like I'm one of those like where you know I don't always show the affection. So I guess I kind of love you. Really? Beautiful, perfect for me. Yeah. We're good. Hey, cause you did just uh, propose in New York. Yeah. In, uh, November. Yep. November twenty what second twenty. That's crazy. See all that smiling she's doing just faded now. You guys know the date? No, November fourteenth. Okay, thank you, thank you for now. I should know that. It's good to know. Yeah. So how was it? Were you nervous? Was it like I was? It was. uh She was being so difficult that day. Like she would. uh She's kind. She yeah. She is a Hispanic Gemini. She's a Mexican Gemini. So there's beauty and a lot of like impatience yeah, there's sure. no patience whatsoever so it was like if i have an idea it always has to run through an audit process <laughs> i was like yeah we should uh hey go to central park she's like what, why yeah. i'm like because it's you know central park in new york and yeah. it's uh autumn it's like you know, it's fall it's beautiful out and it was she i was like wear your nice clothes we're going to a play later right oh. you should wear your nice clothes she was like no that doesn't make sense and i'm like all right you could be wearing this big ass puffy coat and uh, like what do you want i couldn't drop any hints she really didn't know about it people think i'm lying she had no clue mm -hmm. and that's how i wanted it to be so i was nervous uh, but i was more like hungry and annoyed and more <laughs> like this better fucking work and then when it did work out it was great did you cry man no i didn't it um uh she did she definitely did i guess i was like choked up or whatever but i was also caught off guard because a nearby woman saw it all happen and started taking pictures mm -hmm. i didn't plan that out mm -hmm. there was just like if someone's proposing a nearby person <laughs> i guess well just hey i'm a part of this now <laughs> so i was thankful for it but i you know there were kind of people around so i yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I wish i could say i cried but no i didn't <laughs> now i'm not the official one either you know what I'm saying? yeah is it is it due to you like growing up because like i know growing up my mom and dad was like hugging me and saying I love you and stuff like that. So I guess growing up, I kind of adapted that same type of, you know what I'm saying? I um, I got my affection, I guess, in different ways. I didn't get a lot of I love you. This is kind of sad. <laughs> I got great, amazing parents, but they were, were just always awkward with showing emotions <laughs> like, and hugging and stuff like that. Like I, uh, It's almost like, like the way that people would hug you during prime COVID if they went to. That's kind of how my family was. Like they were doing that beforehand like oh that kind of weird with stuff so it kind of made me i got some issues with that i think mm -hmm. I, i'm not like i am i'm very empathetic and okay. you know a good like sensitive soul i guess but i don't always i just i'm not the best at expressing it mm -hmm. i guess that's why i do like music and yeah, that's your way everything else yeah, yeah it all comes out that way that's your way of getting it out of there mm -hmm. yeah man because I, I still like my my kids i'm just now starting to hug them like that's good yeah you know, like, do it. Like, give my son a hug like you know yeah. <laughs> i love you man good yeah because yeah. i think i had to make i love you sound tough yeah like my brother you know i love you right yeah because <laughs> yeah. my brother always say he loved me when he drunk I'm like, oh yeah yeah i love you too dog like <laughs> yeah the heart's a heart yeah you gotta put that dog with it just to still feel manly and stuff yeah That's i love you know i love you dog yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man now i um i first peeped you on um sound off sundays Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, usually when you see these shows, you get one or two people that's, you know, maybe okay or decent. I'm like, damn, who was who this guy? And I went and listened to your music before I reached out, you know, asked you to be on the show. I'm like, man, God can rap for real. Like, so Appreciate talk about it. just like, because you sound like a true hip-hop head. Mm -hmm. Just talk about being a true hip-hop head in music today. Like, do you appreciate music today? Do you think it's like some bullshit? Like, how you feel about music today? I, I like music today. I don't love it like I did growing up, you know, mm -hmm. and then a lot of it isn't just what's being made. It's the way that we digest it mm -hmm. too. There was a lot more time 
when in like two the early two thousands where I could sit with an album, make, play it all the way through, notice every element. Now, now it comes out like a dime a dozen, mm -hmm. so it doesn't have as much staying power all the time. But I'm still just really entertained by people experimenting. So I don't really. There were times where it was tough for me to uh, adapt to like the auto tune era at first. Mm -hmm. But now it's just it's just there. It's just something that you know you you either. Um, put up with or you don't but i i mean I'm, i would say i'm pretty open to new music i really like the detroit bop the the sound of the city mm. even like flint like i'll i'm i'll listen to a lot of stuff that's completely different from me like, i really like like y and j is dope to me <laughs> uh but also there's there's a new form of stuff for old heads or yeah. for traditional hip-hop like this griselda wave the, oh, yeah, the conductor sure. the this grimy lo-fi boom bap shit is beautiful yeah, you know it doesn't get as much love or plays or it might not um but i i mean more than you would think i guess so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pretty happy with music overall i'm not it's not at like the height of um, in my lifetime of where I've appreciated all, but there's still plenty out there. So you think, I'm, I'm streaming, pretty happy. Streaming kind of messed it up because, like, people, like you said, people drop albums every five seconds. <clears throat> yeah. And then if you drop an album yesterday, fans are asking for another album in the following month. Yeah, he fell off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, back then, you know, you could sit with an album for a whole year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just sit with it. But now it's like so much coming out. It's kind of like competition. Like, you got to put out, as, you know what I'm saying, singles and albums, you know what I'm saying? So much that it kind of wore down the whole music. So you think. Like the whole streaming and social media kind of messed things up for uh, for artists. I think it, it messed them up as far as artist development and longevity. Mm -hmm. I think it's way easier to get in and out of the game now. It's it's way harder to stay on with with the floodgates open. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there's just so many more people that have a shot to get a little bit of fame or yeah. get uh, something out of it. Mm -hmm. Like there's there's more pieces of the pie. The taste just doesn't last as long i guess <laughs> best way i could put it i guess yeah man now before we get into the music we'll just deep dive into the music we want to you know what I'm saying get a look get to know you yeah so talk about this year like 2023 like the ups and downs besides you know of course the up was you getting you know yeah definitely proposing. getting yeah proposing i'd say that's that's an up all of uh the shows that i did um i got my man kilo here the uh leader of rap camp this is a uh, pocket of Detroit hip-hop that's been great just bringing um like-minded people together for shows all kinds of sounds you're gonna hear a lot of like bars when you mm -hmm. go to these events so I did plenty of those this year Willis show bar um tangent gallery all those shows that's been great um maintained as a job the whole time so that's cool <laughs> uh, uh, paying my nine to five doing marketing yeah. I do video editing for comedians as well too okay so it um there, that happened with basically just me doing freelancing. I started doing that in 2020 where, you know, when comedians need little clips mm -hmm. for their social media, mm -hmm. I do that and get um, a side hustle that way. So I've been doing that every week. Love it. Yeah. And then, yeah, so, some good music too. I'd say the best song I had, um, shout out J Rose and Pablo Escobar okay. were the other uh, people on the track with me. A song called On the Road. Mm -hmm. That was good. So I'm still getting some somewhat decent streams Spotify-wise. So really just... Maintaining, like being an MC, um, working, the video editing, and then started stand up, started doing stand up a month ago. When you saw me at Sound Off, that was my first time now, doing it. Is it hard balancing everything out? Like being, yes. a, being a, your fiance now, you know what I'm saying? Having a nine to five music, like having your hands in so many different things, is it hard to, you know, balance everything out and make sure you're yes. giving your all to each? 
You know, saying one of those things. Yeah, it's I wouldn't recommend it to anybody because <laughs> really it's like you know a lot of people are like you got to just pick a lane. And right now I feel like I'm on a four lane highway switching. <laughs> you know, eventually maybe it'll all merge into one big thing. <laughs> but all of it uh, provides me either joy. Um, something good for the uh, world, I guess, and uh, and a little bit of money, too, and, and almost all of these things. So it's just kind of like, if it's there, I'm going to go for it, what, whatever I'm feeling, as long as I'm creating. I'm not the best, I'll be, I'll be honest, I'm not the best strategist mm-hmm. with all of it, but I just, I'm always creating. Every I think every single day this year, for the most part, I've had some kind of idea that I brought to mm-hmm. fruition, you know, mm-hmm. and, and skits, whatever it may be. But it is a lot to maintain. I don't sleep that much, and I, I'm always thinking, and I'm always on the go. Is it, what's something you learned about yourself? Like, damn, I didn't know I was capable of this, or damn, I'm full of shit on this. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's something you learned about yourself this year that you ain't even, you know, saying realize? Probably uh, dealing with a little bit of grief. Lost a, a pet. Um, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, I lost a pet a couple uh, weeks ago. My buddy, mm-hmm. you know, and so I was just like, you know what, it. Uh, Staying busy, like it, um, getting through the grief process. Because I used to have, like, when I would go through breakups, I'd be, I was the type that was like prolonged grief, where like after a few months, people would be like, Dad, you might, <laughs> you might shit, bro. So like, wrong, man. You need some more challenges, man. <laughs> so just like being able to schedule when you need to be sad and then getting your shit done, mm-hmm. like dealing with tough times and then like just manning the fuck up and getting engaged. We were together. For so long, yeah. and I just I would always have some kind of excuse like, oh, I, I, it's not I don't have enough money, or like, I, I I don't know what to do with this. I don't know where to get a ring. It's just like kind of I think I manned up a little bit more this year. For Did you sure, feel like so. she was getting uh, tired of the whole. I think so. Yeah, what was she, the signs? Like, you... there were some signs of like when if our friends would get engaged, it'd be like, hey, cool, and I watch it go like, hmm. <laughs> Damn. Like, good for yeah. y'all, good for yeah. y'all. I'm happy for And then you. once in a while, you know, some of her friends would be savages. Like, hey, what the fuck are you even doing here, man? Because <laughs> women don't care. They'll say anything to you, especially when it uh, comes to that topic. But, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. It's, always, it's always that pressure because me and my, uh, before we got married and stuff like that, it was like, all right, we get advice and things. Oh, I don't, don't want to go. Why? Everybody married but us. Oh, man. Like, yeah, it's the word. It, like, it hurts. And I'm like, you're like, well, yeah. we got to make a certain amount of money, this and the third. But it's never like enough money for anything. Like, it's true. Yeah, that's about, what I had to learn. Yeah, yeah. You think about, oh, I need this amount to get married or have a kid. Like, you never going to have the amount of money that you really want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, I was playing it too safe. But yeah. it, um, and I also, I had to come from. I wanted everything to be my idea, and I wanted a certain amount of time where people weren't in my ear about it. So finally that happened to where it all just was me. It wasn't it was like I did this all for me, but for us, you know, it wasn't like any outside pressure. It for was, sure. You know. Now you mentioned like manning up and, and, and um, grief and not getting over a relationship. And no disrespect to your fiance. Yeah. But talk about those early days, like breaking up. Like what was the hardest breakup for you? That- oh, this is a funny one. I got a... Uh, I had a long, a long distance relationship. Okay. And, uh, That's already funny. Yeah. And I didn't, I think I was just, I didn't focus on myself creatively at that time. I was a little bit more of a bitch, too. And I had like, uh, but at, you, to my credit, you know, I have a lot of like, as most creatives do, depression and stuff. So I let that get the best of me. But this um, person at the time was not equipped to handle like all of uh, me, I guess. It was more of like, you know, uh, it's this is cool for now, but we, it was after a year 
um, in a long distance relationship. I went over there, we got in a fight, and then I, I found out she had kind of like been cheating on me. <laughs> I found on the phone, it was like one of those like, oh, fuck. And then the, I was pissed, you know, we broke up, obviously. And then she, they ended up, I think they're getting married like, really soon. So I'm like, you know what? If I was, if I had a good luck chuck this shit, you're welcome, Man. I guess. But it, uh, no, I guess that was that was probably the worst one. But just thinking of how dramatic I was about it, you know, yeah, like yeah. throwing away the clothes that she left at my house and stuff. <laughs> like that bitch, I can't believe it. it's just it's embarrassing but funny to look back on. Man, those early breakup years are like yeah. terrible. When you think about it, you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, I can't even relate to the person who I was yeah. going through it. Man, I threw yeah. away our prom pictures and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Lighting up on fire. Yeah. That's when your voice starts sounding all girly and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Can't believe you did this. Fake, yeah. Fake crime for them to come back and then they don't come back. So now you're just looking stupid. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, I sent some crazy text too. And then the text would eventually turn green. I'm like, damn, I got blocked now too. Oh, you know, like God. any of those. Yeah. Man, yeah. one day I was trying to clamp. We had stayed uh, in like these uh, townhomes. And mm-hmm. I just knew she would cheat, so I'm trying to climb up the, <laughs> the second floor and stuff just to catch her. Just oh, to, my God. Just to see if she in there by herself. Like, Oh, I was just, I was just checking on you. Yeah, you climbed up. You like climbed it, yeah. like like uh, like Spider Man. Yeah, yeah scaling man. the building for it. Yeah, man. God damn. <laughs> now, with talk, still sticking on this year of 2023 and stuff like that, man. Mm-hmm. Are you taking anything from this year over to the following year, or are you just anything you need to leave behind? Like, how do you want to approach 2024 with music, with comedy, whatever you know, with personal stuff, whatever? I, I still want to continue everything uh, that I do. I just want to be more efficient about it. I saw something where it said, "Don't focus so much on goals; focus on the processes, the processes of how to get to that goal." So I always, since like 2018, I write down a, a bunch of things. Uh, that I want to hit for the year, even the week. I'm, I'm very um, OCD, I guess, when it comes to hitting goals. But it would be just stupid stuff like hitting this number amount of things, hitting this number. And now it's like I want to focus on rather than, mm, you know, I want to get 30,000 streams for this. It's mm-hmm. more of like I want to make three songs okay, yeah. or like uh, – Excuse me, like doing one uh, stand up a week, hitting an open mic once a week, um, hitting the gym this amount of times, I guess. I guess that's still kind of a uh, focus on the end result rather than the process. But really, just something that's more um, attainable, making smarter goals. Mm-hmm. So, and then keeping things efficient. The, I, I need to get in better shape, too. I was I, too inconsistent with it this year. I'm, yeah. I'm usually oh my all the way through it, but. I was telling uh, my wife how my Achilles been hurting, man. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't even do nothing. I coach basketball with, for girls, but it's like I go out there and show my drill and I'm tired. Really? Like, yeah. You know, I, I used to be able to run the court all day. Like, I know. That's how I feel. I still shoot around. and I uh, I don't think I dunked this year. I could I dunked every year since I was like 14. Mm-hmm. I could really like um, jump when I, you know, during mm-hmm. those days and I was little and skinny or whatever. But mm-hmm. now it's, it's like getting to the tail end. I'm like, maybe I can. You know, put down two hands next year or something. Just stupid little goals like that. Anything that keeps my brain challenged is yeah, what I sure. need. For sure. Now, I got this from you. You had made a post saying things that you hated from 2023. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was pretty funny, man. <laughs> but if you want to go ahead and incorporate some new things, but just let people know what you hate. I let, I hated the whole pussy music. Sexy okay. reds. Like, I hated that. I hated women on social media talking about protecting their peace and positive energy. I hate that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that gets a little old. Yeah. I respect them, but I'm like, 
like I hate the whole I, I hate it. like oh my energy my peace like of course like, yeah that's protecting be... energy was pretty big yeah <laughs> and the whole pussy rap like I'm yeah I get it but I'm tired of it I don't mind <laughs> pussy rap I just sometimes some of it makes me feel so bad about myself mm-hmm. but like uh, broke boys don't deserve no pussy I'm like <laughs> I don't damn yeah, like, so, like some of the shit I'm just like it makes me feel bad but it, I respect it and I just look I just try to categorize it in a different way once in a while it gets old for mm-hmm. sure i know what you mean yeah. but uh the other things what did i say i hated uh blue face and what's her and uh krishan oh, yeah. rock yeah. it's not that i i hate them i actually fuck with blue face's music when he, when he came out and stuff i thought it was cool but i don't understand how i was like is this a problem with me why is this on every post oh, yeah, i'm like sure. i'm scrolling through before I'm getting like world war news, it's like, can you believe what he live streamed with the baby? Blueface now is tag teaming Adam 22's wife or something. I'm like, what is this trash? I blocked all of this. And then it's coming back to me like when you try to, in a horror movie, throw a Ouija board in the fire and then the shit's back up on the fucking dining room table. Can't escape it, man. Yeah, so that shit, little thing that pissed me off. Uh, the Pistons pissed me oh off. Oh my God. Um, but now I'm just, I've, I've given up though. Now I'm like, I'm rooting for, uh, them to be the worst team, to be honest. It's sad, but I'm Bro, like, we need some kind of history here. We haven't won a game since the fucking first week of the season. That's crazy. God, it's damn. been so long. I knew they fucked up when they had Killian Hayes in the starting lineup. Oh, I know that, uh, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Why, why is he starting? Like Jay Ivey should be starting. Yeah. It's just like, we are a good team for the first three quarters. Yeah, so they they definitely have their moments mm-hmm. to make shots and stuff. But it, the other thing too is Bally Sports. I'm like, I'm not paying for this oh, to see yeah. this. I'll try yeah. to stream it and I'll look at my phone. And after, yeah, I see Killian Hayes uh, blowing open layup, and yeah. then they're down thirty. Fucking I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm cool. Yeah, we ain't won the game. Oh, God damn, since October. That is, yeah, the Lions are legitimately going to have a better record for man, the year. That shit is terrible, man. It's terrible, yeah. man. Yeah, rest in peace to the Pistons, man. Yeah. <laughs> rest yeah. in Pistons. <laughs> now, well, um, now, Christmas is coming up, man. Yes. Oh, shit. We, yeah. We around, around the corner, what, two weeks away. Oh, God. Give me your best Christmas memory and, and your worst. Okay. Uh, Christmas memory, best Christmas memory, my... Um, I have two sides of my family. There's the uh, Arabs. Uh, name's Joey Hamoud. I'm Lebanese. So mm-hmm. that side is, you know, they are mostly Muslim. So not so much uh, Christmas there. <laughs> I'd, go to the, I'd go to the white. I'd go to the white family for Christmas. That's on my mom's side. And they, uh, my grandpa was uh, rest in peace to my grandpa. He was a very cool like guy when it came to entertaining everybody. And he came up with this thing called fishing for gifts mm-hmm. and it was so like we would all stand in line and we had a million cousins you know we'd stand in line with a fishing pole mm-hmm. and then throw it in this little room kind of like in a basement room mm-hmm. and then it comes out with a little gift and okay. it says like you caught a joey fish and it just it might be like uh <laughs> it might be something stupid like uh it's true you caught a joey fish. i can remember the show he's six years old like my fish is better than my cousins <laughs> And then uh, I think the sound went out a little bit here. But um, so and it would be something stupid, like silly putty. Yeah. It wouldn't even be that great of a gift, but the delivery of it, it was just so cool. Yeah. That's what it was all about. So now my parents do that for my nieces, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, we caught uh, an Annie fish or whatever. Yeah. And they love I get to see them love it, too. Sure, so I just yeah. think shit like that it was unique. And then, like, I guess other things, but I got NBA Live 96 in my stocking. I was like. 
Who's on cover in '96? That was that was that was a classic. What was that? Miss Richmond. No, I, I think it. Uh, oh, damn! How can I not remember the best? Because to the me, the, the best one was the uh, NBA Live '98 with uh, Antoine Walker. Oh yeah, because you had the, that's uh, when PlayStation was first coming out. I yeah, because you had uh, the uh, Cyber Twine. Uh, Cyber Twine. Little crossover like NBA. Yeah, NBA '96. NBA Live '96 was Shaquille O'Neal. How could I not remember Shaq on there? That's crazy. I didn't even know he was on the cover. Yeah, man. I think it was because with Genesis games, and we are just showing our ages, yeah. but uh, Genesis games didn't really have, I just pictured the cartridge. Mm -hmm. I didn't really picture the cover. Yeah. I just pictured going, yeah, cause that was my, um, putting it in. That is the first game system I have my, had my own with Sega Genesis. It mm -hmm. came with uh, Joe Montana 94. Mm. I remember you, you could do the kick return easy. Only thing I do is keep pressing the spin button. Oh yeah, like, yeah. You. like but the, I remember my last what great, I like. the last great Christmas I had was uh when I got the Sega Dreamcast. Oh shit, out, yeah. And NBA two K came out and a crazy taxi. And, oh, that was a fun one. And, and NFL two K. Because NFL had two K too. Mm -hmm. Like that was like the that was the last one. And I remember I got uh, a cash money C D. That was like, what a year. <laughs> Damn, it doesn't get better than that. That sounds yeah. like a year. Yeah, yeah. What, what was uh so now like Christmas is, you know, a lot of parents don't like telling their telling their kids about Santa Claus. They want to let them know like, hey, we <laughs> bought know. that shit. But for me, I still believe that, you know, saying that's important for you know a kid's innocence. Like they should yeah. know it's, it's Santa Claus. Like I don't think I want to tell my son four years old, you know, saying fuck Santa Claus. I'm the one buying you presents. Yeah. So how do you feel about that? Like you had kids of your own, do you feel that they should know and believe in, you know, saying things like Santa Claus or two? I think I think they should. I it's definitely up to the parent. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I grew up in. Uh, a town where there would be some crazy ass like uh, hillbilly parents that would do some shit like <laughs> like one time they pretended they killed Santa, which was like, dude, this is, I'm like, this is some unique abuse. Yeah, man. But um, I don't know why I thought of this. <laughs> I'm thinking of the opposite of what to do. Uh, I think it's important to, or not, I guess not important to, but if I were in that position, I, I'd ride the Santa wave as long as possible. I wouldn't want my kid showing up to school like you know this is fake right yeah, that's a so it, yeah I, i'd say have fun with it and the, they can handle it like or some kids figure it out i think i was one of them like okay he's at every mall here what yeah. does he have like a power ranger teleport watch <laughs> i don't get this shit no man no i tell my son like he's got representatives Ah, that's but good. You, you, would never that's, see, like you would never see a main person. He's yeah. got representatives that's out there, you know what I'm saying, that's doing his job. Yeah, he's, so he's he a only, boss. He, yeah, he only yeah. come out there one time on Christmas yeah. morning, he coming out, bam, bam, bam. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that's else. That's adorable. Yeah, I like that. I respect black, that. Black uh, Santa, white Santa, like, damn, who, who yeah. do I believe in? So yeah. that's why I got to tell him. Like, my son was like, hold on, he, he black. And I'm like, yeah, he got representatives. Because <laughs> <laughs> this had me back to uh, fifth grade. I was going to school around here at uh, Wilkins. Yeah. So I'm watching all these movies as a white Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you take a picture with Santa Claus, you see on his lap, all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? And he black. And I'm looking like, why the fuck is he black? Like, yeah. the whole time I was confused. And if you look at the picture, I'll show you when we get, get off of here. I was scared as hell. Like, <laughs> like, why is this motherfucker black? Like, he shouldn't be black, man. So I had to let my son know why, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you yeah. see a black Santa sometime and a white Santa, so. Representatives. Yeah, representatives, yeah, I, man. I like it. It's a good way to... Keep things going. <laughs> you know, I, I think uh, uh, pr playing pretend and stuff like that is good for building imagination. So no, for I'm sure. cool with it. For sure. Now, last thing I want to ask you before we, you know saying, take a turn in, in the interview is uh, mm -hmm. we kind of talked about how I hate when women talk about protecting their peace and stuff like that. Okay. But the whole mental health thing, like, when times get hard for you, bro, like, do you have people that you can talk to? Yeah, like, definitely. I have, um, 
you know, there's always therapy, but I have a fiance who takes the brunt of it too much. Sometimes I'm like, she needs a break, man. She's like, sub somebody else in. <laughs> uh, my mom is great. My mom has always been great. I've been thankful for her. Mm-hmm. And I got, I got a few friends. A lot of my dude friends will, uh, like, the most that I expect from, like, a good dude friend is just like, hey, I'm here for you. Um, if you need anything, shout out Kilo. This is something Kilo would do. Like, hey, it, uh, just something, one quick sentence because the expectations got to be low for dudes. Because a lot of times you tell them, <laughs> yeah, sure. you tell them something is going on, and it's just, dude, that fucking sucks. Yeah, <laughs> Man, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, it, yeah, and uh, it's we're not the best at uh, that. But just if they care, it's cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of it is. Um, I've, I've powered through a lot of uh, low places mentally just. Exercise has always been the key thing. Mm. Eating right, if I can sleep, sleep. But um, going into like hyper creative mode is something that is, I don't know if it's the healthiest thing, but it's definitely a defense mechanism I ride into. Like, what if I, now that I'm getting into writing jokes, which Mm. I'm not good at yet, I'm still new, but I I love thinking of like, like I went and saw Godzilla last night and I was Mm. like, oh shit, I could do a joke. And I, you know, I just zoned out of the whole movie. But, uh, it, yeah, just uh, as long as my brain is going and I keep it in the right space of um, overwhelming thoughts, then that, that's good. But yeah. I'm still still figuring it out, out though. Things can get hard sometimes. For sure, but, yeah. no, for sure. Now, staying on that, talking about, you know, having those conversations with friends and, you know, your fiance and stuff, like, what's the worst advice and best advice you received so, so far as a book? Oh, that's a good like, one. It could be with personal life, it could be with music, whatever. Just some terrible advice and some good advice that you kind of like, you know what I'm saying, you stuck with. Um, I'd say some of the bad advice would be like uh, it could be worse <laughs> sometimes if, if you're really if you're really really down and you hear like hey just think it could be worse or if they like if somebody who you can tell has no depression has mm-hmm. never really yeah, been through, been through um, that space is they just say like hey look at me like what I like to do and they just you know <laughs> they try to relate it and they can't so but I don't you know. Yeah, I hate that whole, it could be worse, like, it's worse right now, motherfucker. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and like, of course it could, like, it will, always, but it, uh, that, but I would say the, uh, some of the best advice would be when those thoughts come in, picture it like, I think my mom told me this, but picture it like a giant cloud that's Mm -hmm. passing through, like, those thoughts aren't necessarily you, Mm -hmm. it's just a, something that's happening, um, from the exterior that's passing through, and you Mm -hmm. just kind of have to let it pass out the other way. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Got to, man. Got to, man. So I kind of picture a bunch of clouds, like, you know, forming around me, but then I kind of slowly push them off. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But sometimes some of them, some of those situations be like, damn, is this shit going to ever end? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God damn, I'm tired of this shit. For sure. Especially when it gets this time of the year and there's no. Oh, my God, it's the worst. It's cold and it, uh, like, outside right now, it's just gray. Absolute. It looks like, I made a joke about this too. It looks like a. Heartbreak quote, <laughs> you know, all the time, it's like a backdrop for it. Like, don't be broke, single, and cold. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, BSC, <laughs> broke, single, cold. Yeah, that is a Around bad Christmas combo. Time? Oh my god, man. I, hey, I, I stay in Texas for a little bit, so I'm broke. I'm basically single because of ground weight. Like, we ain't really vibing no more. It's mm-hmm. the holidays, they ain't got no family. Like, god damn, my family all back here in Detroit. Yes, and lonely. Yeah. Well, uh, what part of Texas? Uh, it was North Dallas. Um, okay. It was like this little uh, city called Plano. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. I've never been there, but I know about Plano. Yeah, 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 man. Plano was, it was pretty funny there because like my, my, my brother was, I went to move with him for a little bit until I got my own place. And it was like two black families in the whole neighborhood. So I remember this one specific time I was taking my son to school 
and it was like these, uh, little white kids, and they see me and they went to go hide behind a tree. <laughs> okay, I'm like, what the fuck? I I don't look threatening at all, but they were they were scared. And then yeah. soon as I walked past, they came out like, I'm like, yeah, your mom taught you that. Yeah, that's some <laughs> shit, man. Just uh, that's fitting that it's called Plano, just plain <laughs> white, just not just. Man, I yeah. never got so many uh pulled over so many times by police in my life. Damn. They're like, what you doing here? Like, uh, I'm gonna take my son to school. Where you live at? Uh right around the corner. Are you sure? Like, what the Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fucker, damn. Man, good times in good times in Texas, man. It was funny, man. <laughs> yeah. Now, speaking of uh, you know, bad advice, worst advice, mm-hmm. when the last time you cried that didn't have anything to do with death? Oh, that's a good question. Uh last time I cried it had nothing to do with death. I'm thinking like, all right, the lust, the pat, and then I'm yeah. thinking back, Kobe had just been crying. That's right, Kobe. No. I cry so that's death, up. though. Yeah, yeah, I cry my uh, ass off when Kobe died, man. Sometimes when I'll cry to music, sometimes music is like a catalyst for, so like, if, you, if you're someone that's, I, I guess, on that um, creative level or whatever, uh, whatever I have with me, it will kind of spark some emotions I didn't know were there. So there's a, and like, I only do it alone, obviously. I'm like, I ain't do it. I don't play this shit in public, but <laughs> Kid Cudi's got some joints. Even his, uh, the new one, like, people don't really listen to Cudi like that anymore. Not, not like they used to anyway, yeah. but I still do. And he's got some, like, it, there's just something about the, Wait, because he had, like, yeah. his, last, his last album was like, uh, was going with the movie, right? The soundtrack. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but this, and, uh, I think it was it was the latest man on the moon. There's okay. some that uh, I don't know something about certain chords, mm-hmm. uh, certain like uh, what else is there? Um, symphony orchestra or string quartet versions of really good music mm-hmm. always kind of gets to me too. So sometimes like I, if I'm in a mood where I kind of feel stuck or whatever, I, I have to play that to let it out. So yeah. I don't remember when that was. Maybe like in the beginning of the year or yeah. last year or something, yeah. but. Uh, definitely grieving. The thing about grieving over death is I've gotten to cry a lot. It's like, oh shit, I'm kind of good at this. <laughs> like, it, uh, I should do this more. Like when you're hungover and you just want to, th- I don't know if you ever get this hungover, but you have to throw up sometimes <laughs> and it's terrible. But then you're like, Hey, I feel better. It's the same shit. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, yeah, no, no, no shame in it. Yeah, Cause no. I held it for so many years and it was just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. You got to <laughs> like that. There's that meme of, I think Dawson's Creek or something. I look just like that motherfucker. Now what, what, clip it, what like. movie does, does that for you? Oh, Oh, homeward bound. Okay. Uh, it, it's just so dumb. I just anything with animals. I'm one of those like so you're an animal lover. Yeah, I really am really, uh, Anything with animals, and then uh, not so much like like if pe- uh, someone dies in a movie, I'm like, hey, it's a movie, it's good acting. But with it, with Homer Bound, spoiler alert, yeah. the dog comes home at the end. It's like he's he's not gonna make it. He's just too old. <laughs> and then little Shadow comes up, our, our chance. I th- no, Shadow comes over the hill, and it's like that fucking gets me. That I'm gonna cry right now. That gets me, and then um, I think in the latest Jurassic World, a Brachiosaurus died, and I was fucking sad. Hey, so it, nothing that's in reality. So what happened is give me all the time. Oh yeah, that's yeah. sad. Yeah, that's that's a human one. That's really sad. Yeah, like, for sure. Man, I, man. Yeah. That's, I remember the first time I cried with that movie. Me and my wife was watching it. And I'm like, I couldn't hold it, man. Yeah. Like that was the one. Those were the two times I cried in front of her. I'm like, I couldn't hold it. That and when Kobe died. Yeah. When Kobe died, we had just done a show, and I had, wow. I grabbed my phone. You know, like you do, uh, go on ESPN real quick. I'm like, what? Kobe died. 
I'm like, it's gotta be a joke. Yeah. And you know, you go on like uh on TMZ and all that stuff. I'm like, damn, he died for real. Man, I was at work crying, man. I, I cried for two weeks straight, man. Like, it's, I mean, that hurt. was our idol. That's yeah. who we grew up like that. Kobe was him. Yeah, man. Sure I was is. actually, this is true. I was in the middle of, sometimes I'll just, I'll throw on NBA highlights mm -hmm. in the background if I'm working on some shit. Mm -hmm. So during that time, I had a Jordan versus Kobe uh, compilation playing. Yeah. And then my girlfriend called me from, and like, <laughs> she hit me with the, hey, what are you doing right now? Can you sit down? I was like, oh, fuck. And then, you know, she's, Kobe died and I was like, you know, at first I tried to question her media intake. Yeah, like, what? like whoa, 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 where did you see that? And then you know, I'm looking over and he's, it's just Kobe highlights of him hitting the fadeaway on TV. I'm like, what's happening? Yeah. It, it took me a, a long time to digest yeah. it. I remember I went on but, a break at work and just cried. cried. Like, I'm yeah, like, yeah. It's, I'm like, why the fuck am I just keep crying? Like, I, I have like, I, I, maybe, <laughs> I haven't gotten as attached to like celebrities or uh, athletes since then, I think. I think it's kind of given me a, yeah. little some issues with it but yeah i'm a giant like i'm one of those dorks that have a mamba mentality poster mm -hmm. and things like that yeah. i fucking love kobe yeah, man. but um no i'd say the other time just crying was forcing myself and listening to some string quartet music or something for sure man everybody need a good cry sometimes man mm -hmm. shout out to the cries out there that's right <laughs> now what's something that you wanted to be that you never told no one a paleontologist absolutely Definitely. Uh, that was real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, first and second grade, because my first obsession before it was like basketball, before it was hip hop and all that, it was dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. I know I can name you two to three hundred of them still. Sometimes I'll keep up on the news okay. uh, with them, and it's it's kind of a weird thing for like a thirty-five year old dude to just be like, "Wait a minute, a spinosaurus was semi-aquatic? Like, <laughs> let me check this shit out in uh, National Geographic." Yeah. So it, uh, I always thought that I wanted to like dig them up mm -hmm. when I was growing. And then I had one science class and uh, about geology or something. I'm like, "This sucks. I'm gonna I'll do anything else." <laughs> but for a while, I thought I was I was gonna be like uh, Alan Grant in Jurassic yeah. Park. For sure, yeah. <laughs> that's a, I think that was the that's a first right there. You know, what I'm saying because we'll, anybody else, somebody said wrestler, you know, WWE wrestler or whatever like that. But yeah, that's the first. No one said paleontologist. Yeah, I'm the only person who said I wanted to be a tap dancer. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I want to be a tap do that. Dancer. Yeah, I I mean at one point I was like uh, being the NBA, and then I was yeah. like I ain't gonna be in the NBA. Yeah. I might. I maybe could have uh, played for like Delta College off the bench, mm -hmm. but no. I, my my I, brother played for Delta College. Oh, for real? Yeah. Because <laughs> he was supposed to go to um, Saginaw, but uh, his grades uh, was kind of low. So yeah. he had to go to Delta for one year and then transfer over. But he went to Delta and got into it with the coach and that shit didn't work out. Oh, damn. Well, shit. At least he could say he made it. Yeah. He played some college ball. Really? How tall is he? Uh, about 5'10". Oh, wow. So he yeah. must be a quick point oh, yeah, guard. He, he must like be a, amazing. He was like, a, uh, if you had to compare him to somebody, he was kind of like um, a D-Rose. Oh, Westbrook yeah. Type of like oh, that's my favorite. Yeah. yeah, that's my favorite player now with Russ. I, yeah. I don't care. Even if it's a horrible season, yeah. whatever, oh, I, stick, yeah. I stick with Russ. I don't care. He's so entertaining. Now, before we move on, we, we yeah. off camera, we talked about the play-in tournament. Yep. Do, do you think that the champion, which is the Lakers, Mm -hmm. That's gonna be another thing that they disrespect LeBron on. Of course, disrespect them on the bubble title. They call yeah, it the bubble Mickey ring. Mouse yeah. title. But like, do you think that they're gonna get some type of like disrespect for having this on their record? I've already I saw disrespect before the final buzzer hit yeah. last night. I saw there was a minute left in the game, and I saw memes like LeBron when it's time to win a regular season tournament and not a title, and you know, and it shows his face doing the 
like that. But it's uh, yeah, they will. There will always be wherever LeBron succeeds, there will be haters mm-hmm. always. So that that will be the new uh, the th- thing that they shit yeah. on for sure. Now, but I, I thought it was cool. Yeah, it's not I, a title, but it's cool. I enjoyed the end season tournament. But the one thing I had said early on, say for instance, Indiana would won that game, right? Mm-hmm. And they get the end season title. But they don't make the actual playoffs. Do that take away that championship? Like, oh wow, that's my thing. Because you can win that and still not make the playoffs. Because like Indiana is like a still bottom tier team in the East. So if they would have won that game, beat the Lakers, and won the wow. season tournament, but then go ahead and don't make the don't even make the play in, how do you look at that in season title? <sighs> that would kind of <laughs> that would take a little bit of validity away. Yeah, I think that's uh. Damn, that's a really great angle. I think it. Uh, I think that will happen eventually, mm-hmm. and it's not gonna. The, Lake, the Lakers are gonna make the playoffs. Though, yeah, for sure. But, um, they, yeah, I, I would say that it would just. They, I think they're gonna keep doing the tournament. I think they might even evolve it a little bit, maybe make it less confusing or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would say it would. It would still count for what it is, but it would take away validity yeah. from the actual title. Like I was wondering, like, are they gonna really have champagne for this shit? <laughs> they, 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 they bought some bottles. Yeah, like, they did. I was like, motherfucker, you, you won that, but you ain't make the playoffs. You can yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's, that's a tough one. I know they all have a day off today. Yeah. So that, the the league, there's no games because I was like, shit, what am I gonna watch tonight? I'm yeah, yeah. Watch but that, that's the only pressure right there I can say. Like within this whole thing is that shit. You win that, you gotta make the playoffs. Who's yeah. The you got I would to. agree with that. If you don't, then they gonna be like, "Oh, that was a, that was some bullshit." Like y'all just y'all y'all did good earlier in the season, then y'all fill up as soon as y'all won the championship. Yeah. So yeah, man. I, I would agree. I would say it takes away some validity. Now, only thing I didn't like about the playing tournament is uh, the whole point thing, because you know when Boston made, they had to win by like twenty one points or something like that. Yeah. Um, I kind of didn't like that, but then I saw a game where I can't remember who it was, but the Suns were up by 30 mm. and still kicking the shit out of whoever <laughs> at the end. And I thought that was incredible. Yeah. I was like, I, I'm kind of a fan of no mercy. Yeah, so I, when I saw that, like there was a lot that I didn't like that I ended up liking. Mm-hmm. I'm still not cool with, I think I'm getting to the age where I'm like, what is this court? Am I watching a game in Europe? Yeah, like, what are these sure. jerseys? Yeah. But, I, you, know. but you know, the kids now they love the whole color thing. You go to yeah, the games. It's for them, I guess. Pink shoes. Like, damn, anybody my son team had pink shoes on? Like, it's just. That's kind of cool, though. It's all about yeah. the color thing now. Yeah, for sure. Now, sticking on the hoops, you you hoop mm-hmm. uh, high school with Vassar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, you I was all right, but yeah. Talk, talk about your hoop days, man. Um, I was the MVP of a terrible team. I was basically, I was Jordan Poolish or, or Kuzma-ish, I guess. Uh, I, my junior year, I played small forward. Mm-hmm. and I liked that role. I liked not being the best player on the team. If, I, if I'm a role player... Doing my thing, getting rebounds, getting some garbage points, and then uh, not so much anymore, but like getting blocks, athletic plays, and then once in a while, some jumpers. That was me at my best. Mm -hmm. And then my senior year, I think I averaged like 15. But my thing was like, I just cared about being a showman and an entertainer Mm -hmm. and kind of myself more than basketball as time went on. And I can admit it. It was kind of selfish. Like I was like, tonight I'm going to dunk. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to dunk in a game and you guys better be. It wasn't like we're going to win. So I would, there would be times where I would cherry pick. Cause I could, I could jump for sure. And I'd get a reverse dunk. Yeah. And if, if we dunked and won the game, I was on oh, yeah, cloud yeah, nine. Yeah, but yeah, if, if we lost, but I, you know, you I dunked on dunk. someone, I was like, you know what? I can sleep fine. I'll be all right. <laughs> and that's why 
when I watch Russ, I'm like, this is like when his days where he was oh, yeah. getting the triple doubles on purpose. Well, sure. I was like, this is so, I would be him mentally. Yeah. And like his wild decision making, I was a little like that too. Mm-hmm. I'd be erratic, <laughs> but then I'd also do something like kind of impressive the yeah. next play. So, so like, kind of yeah. erase that bullshit you did. Yeah, yeah. Like, so let me do something cool after I just threw the ball away. Because Russ is the type of player that whatever he does, dumb on offense, he's going to. He's going to get it right back and do something yeah. spectacular in the next play. Yeah, I fucking love it. I don't be sick of it. energy's always on 100. Yeah, his energy's there. He's always way too emotional. He's always rocking the baby when he shouldn't. I'm like, this dude is the funniest thing. And then when people hate him, I like him more. Yeah, yeah. Russ is, is my guy, man. Russ yeah. is my guy. Now, after high school, you say you, you wish you could play some college ball. Why didn't Maybe. I think I just wanted to... Um, party at that time when i got out of high school i was in a dumb state of mind where it's like it's time to have some fun and then i i eventually did settle down and do well in school and graduated and whatever but uh, i went to central michigan and i I was not making the team there but i played like intramural and just was a shell of myself at that point Mm -hmm. but um yeah i don't know i just i think it uh if I would have made any college, even if it was a community college team, I think I would have come off the bench even there. So it just is like it might not be worth it at this yeah, point. Like it, it yeah, thing of the past. for sure. Really well, I mean, I definitely, I had like a lot of potential. I think like just from having athleticism and being tall and lanky or whatever, it was okay. decent. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, if you had to tell someone about yourself using an album or or uh, or a track only, oh, and it's gonna tell me about who you, who you are. Mm-hmm. What album or song would you use to go ahead and express, you know, saying to the world who Joey is? Mm. It can't be my own, right? Uh, That's cheating. Yeah, yeah I got to do be, that. And it could be, because a lot of people, when I ask this question, they want to, like, they got different albums and different songs for mm-hmm. moments in their life, like early years, college years, adult years, like, it can be like okay. that. Okay, let me think here. I know your, your favorite album is the... Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah, that's right. How'd you know that? Damn. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Your favorite song of the album is Who, is who Knew? Yeah, it, it, uh, it, it's that and uh, Drug Ballad. I can't say that either of those are who I am <laughs> whatsoever, but that is my favorite. I, I hate that it is, too, because I'm just I'm like another white dude from Michigan. Like, oh, I fucking love Marshall Mathers LP. Hey, but, hey, hey. I, you know, I'm not one of those stands, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can admit when Eminem puts out some trash, but mm-hmm. uh, but I, I love Marshall Mathers LP. I loved Get Rich or Die Trying yeah. and all, like, Tupac stuff and Biggie. But I would say a song that would... Uh, Damn, it's always tough. That, that, I think that's gonna be one of the ones I ask before the show, so you kind of prepare. Yeah, it's kind of, that's one of those ones that's kind of hard to be on the spot. Like, it's got it. Like, there's there's has to be some kind of humor in it. I would think because mm-hmm. it. Uh, it's just as I come across like I'm always joking, even if I'm not. I mm-hmm. guess so. Uh, I would say Tears of a Clown from Smokey Robinson. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with that. With. Okay. Uh, that's kind of a sad way to put it. I'm not like that sad all the time, but definitely there are, there's elements to being comedic to where it is. It's like kind of, sometimes you feel like a clown in public, especially if I really am going to be doing the stand-up shit. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of like putting out a happy face. Today I am happy though. Yeah, so yeah, this sure. is real. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm going to go with Smokey Robinson, Tears okay. of a Clown. Okay. Shout out to my dad too. That's not, He uh, put me on a Motown. It's the only thing he listens to. Yeah, yeah I remember uh, it was a bar on there. You said yeah. Motown ain't nothing like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, what about what about song for this year? Ooh, this oh. year, uh, hmm, Level Up, I guess. And he said he's song called Level Up. I definitely leveled up. Now, I don't really like any song called Level. I don't really like uh, Who'd Sing One, Sierra? I guess that kind of goes on. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'll go with that one. It's no. not like one that I would. 
That, I guess the title of it mm -hmm. just works. I, I forgot to ask you, um, mm -hmm. with the whole sports thing, are you related to someone... Uh, last name Hamoud that played in the ABA. No, but isn't that crazy? Yeah, that there is there is his name is Joe. Yeah, Joe. Ham I'm not even the best basketball playing Joe Hamoud. <laughs> yeah. There's two of us I think ever, and I got second. Yeah. So there's some guy. Does he look like me a little bit? Yeah, I don't. Because uh, I, I know he, he's from Dearborn. Wow. And he went to the University of Houston. That's fucking I'm the, There's two Joe Hamoud. There might be other Joey Hamouds, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's wild. Uh, uh, and he played yeah. the NBA for one year. I think they say he had died from a, a car a car crash. Mm, damn. Yeah, so it, uh, is he related to him? No, I don't think so. There are uh anytime I go to like Dearborn or anywhere, Hamoud is like <laughs> it's like Smith or something. So and there's uh for black people's like what uh, Williams Thompson? <laughs> yeah, Johnson. Yeah. Johnson for sure. <laughs> there's been there's been so many times like uh in a prom, uh, primarily Middle Eastern place like Dearborn or whatever, yeah. where if they see Hamoud, I've made skits about it too, where it's like, Hamoud, and I'm like, no, I'm not like, because some of it, mine is H-A-M-O-O-D, mm -hmm. some are H-A-M-O-U-D. Yeah. But sometimes if I want like extra respect, I'll play along. I'm like, yeah, I'm related to the sign, yeah. uh, whoever you said. Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah that's for sure Johnson, Terrell Johnson. Yeah, like, Johnson. You know, like, What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Johnsons, man. <laughs> Now, man, fast forward, you had, you know, said you went to Central and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But when did rap become something that you wanted to make a part of your life as far as being an artist yourself? Mm -hmm. I always, well, the the craft of it started at high school mm -hmm. when I got obsessed with writing rhymes. I would, uh, so I made a song about growing up in the little small town that I had. So it started off comedic, actually. Mm -hmm. And then I uh, spent all of high school, like, I would write songs about people in class mm -hmm. and then, you know, it was like my gift to them and it, like it would be funny. And then by the time I graduated, I made a song about all the teachers. Remember the Touch It remix from Busta? Yeah, yeah, Turn yeah, it on! Yeah, yeah. I did it, but I would imitate all of the teachers' voices on it. Okay. And that shit popped off locally. That was everybody's MySpace song of me imitating <laughs> the teacher. Turn it up! And it was me pretending to be them. So that's when I knew it was like, okay, I'm cool. Like I'm good at making funny shit. Mm -hmm. And then I did a, a few battles at Central. So I did three and I won all three of them. And three meaning like a tournament. Like I won and would win money. But even winning, I hated the feeling of rap battling. Because I would I'm just too like soft or whatever. I'd be like, I, I'm siding me to say that shit. <laughs> or I knew that eventually if I had went against a real battle rapper, I was about to get cooked. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I should get out while I can. And then probably when I was like 23 is when I started like recording on a nice microphone. Mm -hmm. I made a song. Um, shout out Dizzy Bates and Saginaw, who still does so much. Um, open a tab. Uh, yep, that's it. Yeah. Open a tab. I made open a tab, and it was like, it was cool enough to where people were playing it. Like I've seen people play it at a bar. Like I had my my cousin's a DJ, and he'd play it at a bar, and people would be fucking with it. And I'd be like, this is good. Like I really made a good song here, and it was, like people played it at weddings. I don't. I haven't made a song like that in so long to where it appeals to everybody. Mm -hmm. It was more of like the J-Ham days. There wasn't yeah. so much comedy in it. <laughs> but from there, I got addicted to like, I've been chasing making a great song since then. I think I've had, I've, I think I've gotten close. Mm -hmm. I've had some memorable songs, but the problem sometimes with being a bar heavy MC, it's tough to make a, mm -hmm. a, something that appeals to everyone. Because I, I make shit for me, mm -hmm. and if I, everyone else likes it, that's a bonus. I mean, but is it better to have that dope song or that dope project, though? Like, yeah. Because, uh, of course, you got that song that can appeal to everybody, but you got that project that's solid. Because I, I think nowadays, like, the whole, I got to have a radio hit. Yeah. Know, so they kind of died. 
I think so too. I think a um I would take a solid project. Uh seven song, um, like what I'm not saying I could ever do anything like this, but like what Pusha T with did with Daytona oh God, is something yeah. that sticks out. I should have said that's one of those albums for yeah, me too. I yeah, love it. Um, but I, I think a good um cohesive piece of work, no fat left on it. And uh, and a bonus if there's a a theme to it as well mm. like that that's way better than a song I I can't really say I've done that I've had good attempts at it mm. I'm good at um, concepts I've had an album called Low Trip which was air like uh, taking uh, it was travel related I guess and then I did a whole '90s throwback uh, video game thing called Press Star oh, yeah, that was hard. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah thank yeah, you that yeah. shit I think there was still some fat remain on there I would have trimmed that to five or six songs mm-hmm. if I could go back. But the, the, the like the elements of uh, everything had some kind of video game sound in it mm-hmm. or something. Like I, I had a song called Multi about having like multi personalities, mm-hmm. but multiplayer, you yeah, know, like yeah, something yeah. related. So shit like that. I love. You talk about that because you dropped that in twenty twenty one. Like yeah, talk about the process because that I was know you, fun. You dropped a lot of singles. That's that's like your only project, right? Yeah, I would say that's the main project. If I had to show somebody, it took about two years to make. I recorded. All of it at Wise Guy um, Records mm-hmm. in Roseville. Shout out to Aaron, who's the engineer, did a great job. Um, it took, there were a lot of songs that I cut out that didn't make it. There was so much that I would experiment with that I would use the beat, mm-hmm. do a song, play it for people. If they said, like, yeah, that's cool, I'd be like, this isn't good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I sure. really, really put my time into it. I got features of people I wanted on there. Shout out, like, Keith. Our uh, boy Jay Rose is always on shit with me. Astray from Saginaw even made a little appearance on there somewhere. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Deval, Corey, mm-hmm. my boy Mo. Like it, I wanted people who I am fans of and cool with to be on there as well. And I, I, yeah, I thought I did a good job. It ends off with a song. I don't know if it stands the test of time as much, but it was going on in the midst of 2020 where I kind of like spoke my mind about the issues, which I normally don't. Mm-hmm. And I did that on there, which I thought was a good, uh, a good thing to try for sure. Yeah. And then, and then there's a few, uh, run it up. The one with Corey and D I think is one of those where it's, uh, that stood the test of time is like, Oh shit, this is a song that could be played anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's probably cause Corey had the hook. <laughs> not, he's better at the hooks than me. Now with, um, with, with that project, with singles was mm-hmm. every time you like all right this is really gonna break me through like do you are you looking for like back then was you looking for a deal or are you looking for a deal now like what's the what's the I don't thing think, music for you i don't think i want a deal i've had some opportunities i had uh someone presented one to me it was one of those where it was like it would have been an artist deal but you know i probably would have fell to the bottom of the pile for mm-hmm. it maybe making songs for other people they, uh, I can't remember how much the advance was, but it was like make seven albums for this. <laughs> I had a, so crazy. I had an entertainment lawyer look at it like, yeah, I mean it's a deal, but yeah. it could be a lot better. But if you want more, you got to pay me a couple thousand dollars. And I was like, this just doesn't feel right. Like I, it didn't feel right. You know, some people who don't aren't as knowledgeable about music are like, you fucked up. You should have done that. <laughs> they would have given you. They would have helped you with merch and this and that. But mm-hmm. I want to do what I want to do with it. So it's. I'm going to continue to create. If it goes well, it does. But I, I do um, need to get better with the business aspect, at least. Like, one of the goals is, like, finally get an LLC, yeah. do all the paperwork stuff, like, focus on the, the numbers part of things. But I'm not too worried about getting a deal, no. Because yeah. uh, if it happens, like, it, it doesn't really mean much. I've seen yeah. people go through it before, and it's mm-hmm. like, you would have been better off staying independent. Yeah. Now, that's but, one thing I can say. Social media probably helped out on as far as, like, people – being independent artists, yeah. not depending on getting a deal. 
Cause now you can do everything by yourself. Cause yeah. it's not like back in the day when you had like artist development. Like right now, these labels want you already develop, already have a fan base, yeah. already making noise yourself. So they just coming in and putting money behind you. So like, yeah. nowadays you could just do it by yourself. Pretty much, and it's it's yeah, it is. It's more influence. It's like being a good influencer who makes music. Mm-hmm. You know, so it it's tough. But which, in an ironic way, I guess I kind of am becoming more of someone who <laughs> like puts themselves out there in a non music way. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it, it is. It's all about getting the numbers first, and that, that's what they care about. It's the first thing. Oh, what what can you do without us, and then mm-hmm. we'll help you. Who you believe those are like the first wave of artists like to really show. The independent side, like of course you could think of like Tech Nine and stuff like that. Yeah, day, I'd probably cool. say Tech. Shout yeah. out Tech. He commented on one of my things one time and told me I was dope, and that mm. made my fucking. I think <laughs> that that was last year, I think. But mm. that was one of those where I'll like go back to that. Like look what he said. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would this, say. What about the new wave of artists? Who you feel like got that Tech Nine type of of independent? Yeah. Um, who really does it right? Uh, a lot of people. Some people are lying about being signed, though, so I don't always know. <laughs> I know sometimes it's a secret. Mm-hmm. Mac Miller was, rest in peace to Mac, oh, yeah. he was someone who really, I thought at the time, uh, during Chance the Rapper's Wave, too, I know these aren't new people at this point, but uh, they were ones who really pushed it forward. Um, is NBA Youngboy independent? I don't know. <laughs> if he is, yeah. uh, he's know, doing an point. amazing job. But then again, like, you could be uh, like, I hate to say it, someone who does a great job who I would never fucking listen to, there's this dude named Tom McDonald. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just found, he found his, uh, his, yeah, brother, he found his fucking people that he likes. But he's, you can't deny he did it all independently. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't agree with the message or whatever, but hey, motherfucker put in work and yeah. did it uh, independently. I wish there was a better example than yeah, him. Yeah, sure. But he's, uh... That's another one that. Um, oh, Russ! What am I saying? Oh, yeah, Russ, Russ, Russ is the best sure. one. Yeah, that, Jesus! That shouldn't have yeah, taken Russ, that long. And uh, what's that Russ other guy who we doing like the concerts in his backyard and stuff like that? God damn it! La Russell. La Russell. La Russell. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But so guys, anyone with the name Russ. <laughs> but no, I can't. It shouldn't have taken that long. Uh, Russ is incredible. I think he's someone where it's like, how are you doing this much? Mm-hmm. And that, like, it, he's an anomaly. And I, I think. Because of the independent thing, he might not ever get the respect he deserves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, usually, that's usually how it goes. That's my fiance's favorite rapper. I'm a little salty about that. <laughs> oh, that's, her, that's, that's her number one, her top rod. That's rap a great one. question. That's a yeah. great question. Your music and your lady. Yeah. Do she respect your music? Like? She definitely okay, respects okay, 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 it, okay. but she doesn't fuck with all of it. She's yeah. so honest that, and I need somebody that's honest. And even with these jokes, I, I realized early. These are jokes that I'm experimenting with on stage. She's not the audience to test it unless I want to pre-bomb. Because she knows me so well that it's just like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, did you take the trash out? Like, yeah. that's the response. I'm like, fuck, yeah. kill me. Because I know my but, music wasn't like that. I guess it wasn't dope. I don't, my wife don't really um, listen to rap that much. Mm. But I was getting pissed off around the time I was making music. T Grizzly came out with uh, First mm. Day Out. And she kept playing first day out. Oh really? And so I put my shit on. I was like, yeah, but turn back on the T Grizz. Yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck? Oh <laughs> yeah. There's we there's just some that you can't really compete with. But yeah, it's all that's always been an uh, issue. I've ha- I have a thing too where if you make, I was always worried about making a song about a girl because it's just that's such that is such a vulnerable thing to do, and there's no going back after it. Mm-hmm. And I wish some I didn't do, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I would say she. I'd say she likes about fifty percent of it. Sometimes I'll catch her like really, really liking it. She knows mm-hmm. the words and stuff. But there's other times where she just wasn't the audience for it, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Like, she's not, it's not like she's fucking with some of the uh, grimy boom bap probably yeah. I'll be doing and like, that she's more of a I like the beats type yeah, and yeah, yeah. isn't always going to be going for the punchline. So, I, you know, it's whatever. But no. she, no, she's always like respected the talent. Like, she's mm-hmm. a opposite type of brain. She's a finance numbers person. So mm-hmm. it's like, how the fuck do you even do this? You know, yeah, so yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. we respect each other. Okay, okay. Now, your first time in the studio, man. Talk about mm-hmm. how good or bad that was. Because a lot of times we rap in a room, man, it sounds good, but you get behind that, that mic and put those headphones on, it was a whole different feeling. Um, I'm going to say the... Damn. So there were so many studio studio sessions that were just like in a closet or a yeah. basement or something. For so sure. with those, those were all awful. Um, and the, the peas were popping and everything sounded like shit. Yeah. So that, but I think I did that so much by the time I actually got in the studio, it felt natural. But it was probably really not good, but I thought I was dope. Like, in my 20s, I was like, I'm fire. Like, I'm, or, you weren't even saying fire back then. It was yeah. like, I'm, I'm sweet, whatever. I'm yeah. dope. But it, uh, yeah, I would say that I probably had delusional confidence. Mm-hmm. And uh, it probably wasn't good, but um, I, I thought it was good. Yeah. And it felt like a natural, it was comfortable. What's some things you need in your studio session? What, what's some gotta haves? I like the, uh, if the song is a little bit more chill, I like to sit like this. Mm-hmm. If it's um, hype, stand up. Mm-hmm. I like to have the uh, lights dim if possible. If there's like a, a blue light that can be dimmed, mm-hmm. set the mood. I need some kind of energy drink. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't drink. I don't like drink or smoke or do any substances when recording. Like I have to be clear-minded for it. So mm-hmm. water, probably an energy drink when it goes to the substance. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, people who are there taking it seriously too. Like, I, I don't know if I could do a session. I've had it a few times where there's a whole bunch of people. I guess that could be fun, mm-hmm. but then you just kind of want to bullshit and hang out when, uh, you know, I, I'd rather it be like everyone there is kind of focused on it, but definitely a secondary opinion too. Yeah, Even if sure. it's someone that's not that into music, just someone like, yeah, I like this part and that part. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I'll ask anybody, anyone is the, uh, you know, I, I don't get an ego with it. If they say something stupid, I'll just be like, thanks for the feedback. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah. All right. Now, I got this session. It's part of the show called uh, Talk About the Bars. Mm-hmm. I take a, a bar of yours or something like that from cool. a song and we talk about it. Awesome. So, uh, on addictions, you say, I wish I can go back to when I was at, uh, at my dumbest. Yeah. <laughs> talk about that, man. Because, you know, they talk it's about that bar in that line. When I was less intelligent, mm-hmm. I was more happy. So I don't know when my dumbest would be necessarily when or what I meant when I said that, but uh, yeah, it was probably just like any times where I was fooled by the world, mm-hmm. I guess, and just innocent and blissful or whatever. It's like I just wish I could go back to that height. Like I wish I could laugh as hard as I used to. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone kind of has that. They grow up, we get a little jaded. But dude, it's like because sometimes do we think about the past too much as far as happiness? Yeah, like, especially millennials. People, are, we're, <laughs> we're addicted to nostalgia. Yeah. Oh my god! Whenever I see like those old pages from like the eighties and nineties, yeah, he's about crying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like god damn it! When you see the whole Family Matters uh, intro, you start crying about Steve Urkel. <laughs> Whoever made that intro was in his bag for the whole nineties. Yeah. Family <laughs> Matters, yep. step by step. Oh my! Didn't god. he do all of them? <laughs> well, make it happen. Second time, all right. Who is this genius? Who, who, got, who got the best TV show intro? Oh, Give me your top um, three. Top three. Ooh. A sitcom or anything? Sitcom. Sitcom, okay. Uh, my fuck with Full House is... Yeah. Um, that was my shit. Everywhere you look. Yeah. Everywhere you look. 
Um, I wanted to go to San Francisco just because of that show. Uh, moving on up was good. <laughs> moving on up. Oh, no, for sure. That yep. shit was fire. Uh, and then we got to go, kind of go cartoons. Yeah, go ahead. Because Doug is the best oh, yeah, intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, it goes yeah. when it starts off. Yeah, shit. you can picture the sound effects. Yep. Bro. Beep, beep. my shit. Yeah. Hey, yeah, pain, man, and, uh, my show, one, one of the years is one of mine still though. Oh, the, yeah, that one's that one's up. One, one of the years. What would you do? <laughs> you say, Kevin Arnold. <laughs> Kevin, I was Kevin Arnold. My sister acted like uh, the older brother. Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. Wayne. Hey, butthead. That's exactly how Bro. my middle sister was, and then uh, the one who was kind of like a hippie. Oh, like yeah, yeah. Uh, going against the grain. That yeah, was it's, yeah. and then my dad would come home pissed off from work. I'm like, the Wonder Years is so accurate. Yeah, and I was like, I was a little over analytical kid with bushy hair, over analyzing shit in his head. That was me. I'm Kevin Arnold. God damn it! That was one, that's one of my favorite shows ever, man. Yeah, it's damn, great. So yeah, Wonder Years. Uh, gotta put Fresh Prince up in there. Yeah, of course. That's I mean, that's one of those you can I'm like, a, play. I'm gonna go Family Matters too. Yeah, Family Matters is great. Yeah, that was my put that in there. But I, I would if it's. I guess we said it has to be a sitcom. It's hard though. Like Kenny and Kill, all that. Oh man, like it's hard. All that was the TLC one, right? Yep, yep, yep. That was so good. I would. They do they have that like? They should have a Nickelodeon Spotify playlist. Yeah, no, they should. Because I want to hear the Coolio joint. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny and Kill. Recipes ain't Coolio done. Yeah, that sucked. I saw him perform at uh, halftime at the at LCA. It's not where I wanted to see him perform, <laughs> but it was cool. I was taking it. Now, uh, on uh, Broke, the song Broke, mm-hmm. he said, I'm getting love around the globe. Tell me how I'm still broke. Yeah, that's that true. Bar, I just think about like Instagram likes. Yeah, pretty like, much. You got all these followers, but you still broke. Like, yeah. Let's talk about that bar. Uh, it's, um, when I say broke, it's like. It's kind of my fault. I tried to, one really funny thing about this, and I got to uh, show this to my boy Mo, because shout out to Mo Lamario, who's in the song. He fucking, he's one of those that just wakes up and can rap mm-hmm. when he wants to. And he killed, he did, has eight bars on the song. But we were, in the song, I said something like, the nine to five is killing myself and my goals. Mm-hmm. And he was like, motherfucker, you've been working from home. <laughs> He's like, you know, that's how he talks. He's like, you want to know no, about no broke? And I was like, all right, you're right, Mo. He checked me. So I changed the line to spending habits, yeah. killing myself and my goals. So I'm like, it's kind of on me. Yeah. I'm spending, like, it, uh, I wouldn't say I'm broke, bro. Plus, that was a few years ago. I've acquired more money since then. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would hope so. <laughs> but I would say it, broke as far as where I think I should be, mm-hmm. like, compensated for everything that I do. And it is, I, when I say all around the globe, I'm not like Pitbull. I'm not like traveling and performing shows. But I went on a recent song that I did, a sound that's on TikTok, a song I did called Night Shift. And I was like, there's like 50 videos of people using this song in like Dubai. And there's, I'll look on my Spotify list. I'm like, how did I get a thousand plays in Germany? Like there's, I have friends now or Instagram friends from other countries who are legit fans yeah. and it's like that's crazy that i have this kind of reach and, and again it's not like i keep it in pocket i know that it's not like you know some kind of actual fame but there are a lot of supporters and yeah. it's just kind of crazy that it's you don't really see much in return for money but that's sure. that's kind of the sure. the name of a lot of uh um art yeah. i guess and that, that's why the goal is focus more on the business side come mm-hmm. 2024 yeah, yeah, yeah. now uh, multi you said uh Left, right, 
left, right, up, so left. Mm -hmm. Give me one cheat code that you always remember. Because it took me straight to NBA Jam. Oh. And you type in ARR for Air Dog. Okay. Like, I'm here, you can get, get Air Dog, P Funk, Bill Clinton. Like, you can get everybody. Yeah. So give me a cheat code that you, you remember from those games back then, if you remember. Back, back, forward, forward. Oh, Mortal Kombat. Was, uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat yeah. for sure. <laughs> holding down, holding down. That I think that would give you the rating. Sugar yeah, yeah. the bar. And then uh, holding down C for five seconds would get you the bicycle kick. <laughs> I can't remember. And then down back. I just played this shit at Barcade. Um, down back. I think X was a uh, get over here. <laughs> but I don't. I forgot the fatalities. Yeah. Um, I used to play this dumbass game. My um. Mom got me a Sega game, going back to Sega. She thought it was called Boogeyman, mm -hmm. but it was called Booger Man. It was like one of those that came free. Nobody else has ever heard of this, but this is my shit. And it was just this dude that flicked boogers at people. It was like Mario, but he flicked boogers. Yeah. It, was, it was disgusting. But, you know, as a kid, I'm like, all right. So I think I ha it was back, back, forward, plunger. Mm -hmm. Got me to the sewer level. Um, <laughs> Probably not an answer you're gonna get again. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> yeah. I, well, remember that game, uh, Parapper uh, the Rapper? Yes, yeah. Right Kick, punch, punch it's, it's all in the mind. <laughs> if you, you want to test me, me, I'm sure you're fine. Yeah. Things I oh, teach yeah. you. <laughs> that was my shit, dog. Uh, that's, what, that's who got me into rapping. Parappa <laughs> was uh, on my top five. He's on my Mount Rushmore. And no, games back then, if you look at games back then in comparison, it's, it's like fucking night and day, man. It's crazy, yeah. man. Like, goddamn. Now, it also, really in the same uh, song, Marta, you say, uh, no call on your phone because you don't cheat. Bet. Talk about. Oh, yeah. Like, I did like, say that. Is that like, do you have a lock on your phone? Like, do you have a code right now? I do, but I, yeah, I don't <laughs> cheat. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, like, talk about, like, because, like, you know, even though you be in relationships, you still got a code on your phone. Yeah. Uh, I think mine is just more so I'm worried because I always am dropping my phone. Exactly. So that's I'm like, I can't. Is. Yeah, that, that's the only reason. Somebody found my phone. I want them to just be able to go right in there and just be like, all right, this is my yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, with that, I think I was just I was just trying to find a, a way to incorporate the word cheat or code in it. But mm -hmm. no, my girl's extra like uh, easy about her phone. Like here, like sometimes I'll just if I don't want my phone, if I just want a limited amount of. Uh, media for the day like just going on youtube i'll just use her phone mm -hmm. when she's sleeping or whatever so yeah. it's just like you know it, i've had the girls where it's like you know they got the yeah. shit flip upside down <laughs> at the table or you know looking like like i said I it's uh so and no, i'm sure, sure there were codes on there you know uh, she falls asleep and you got to get the face scan yeah <laughs> yeah nowadays yeah that's your fucked up now yeah. uh, uh bro you say uh that new shit that new shit hot fire like dialogue yeah Give it. Give me. We all know making a band. Mm -hmm. Diddy, you know, what I'm saying shout, shout out to Diddy, man. Prayers, prayers. <laughs> but uh, make your own making the band album. Okay. And you can have you and four other artists. It could be rappers. It could be singers, producers. However, it's your album. Okay. Give me your your uh your uh, your, 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 your okay. People there. First person I want. This is like a dream album. Mm -hmm. uh, first person I want is Dr. Drake uh, producing it. Okay. Um, I want Rick Rubin in the studio with me. I don't want him touching a thing mm -hmm. because I love Rick Rubin, but the shit that he does with Eminem, mm -hmm. something doesn't click. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't like the Rick Rubin Eminem joint, but I love both of them. Yeah. But so I would want him in there giving input. Dr. Dre producing it. And then, oh, singer wise, I want Tinashe. Okay. I love Tinashe. I think she is. Kilo <laughs> 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 said nah. It, I um that's the singer that I want just because like you can't have like Rihanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, I'm being too greedy, but she I 
I, to me, she's a star that doesn't get enough credit. That's mm-hmm. a, that's another one who kills independently, though, for mm-hmm. sure. So I, I want her, and I'm a leg- legitimate fan. Mm-hmm. Rapper wise, who do I want though? Um, I, I I guess damn, I, I don't want to get killed. Like I would love to say Lil Wayne or J Cole or one of my favorites, but I don't want to get annihilated. Mm-hmm. I got to think of somebody um, at least close. Let me think here. Uh, I think yeah, Tanache is the first. That's the first one. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I try to be unique with you, them. Tanase, Big Ruben for that, uh, just to be there. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. This is going to be a weird fucking <laughs> Dr. Dre. Uh, I feel like we might need somebody more current. Uh-huh. Um, let me think here. Someone young, current. Who's a, a pop artist that's really popping? Maybe like, uh, mm, I mean, 21 Savage kills every feature he's I mean, on, no, right? for sure. Yeah, no, I, I can't have 21. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that is a weird combo. Fuck it, I'm gonna say I'll, I'll go with M. I want an mm-hmm. Eminem joint. Um, uh, Eminem, this is crazy. Eminem, Tinashe, Dr. Dre, <laughs> Rick, Rick Rubin. I got one more. Hey, we'll um, go one more. This is like the, the hardest question for me so far. <laughs> I want uh, Anderson Pack. Okay. And okay. Pat Anderson yeah. Pack or Anderson Pac. Yeah. In fact, I would, I'd probably uh, prefer him. In fact, let's take out Eminem. I'm sorry, M. Mm. Uh, and we're going to put in Bruno Mars. Okay. Because okay. I want Silk Sonic in okay. there. Okay, okay. So okay. it's going to be. But the, yeah. Tanase and Silk Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Funny. Dre and Rick Rubin. We'll see what happens. I'm not comic anymore. None of that sounds funny at all. I could have said, like, Lil Dicky or, yeah. you know, That's my Weird Al. Because yeah. <laughs> I could do a session like that too. The second session will be all that, yeah. but that, that'll be where the comedy comes in. Now, last uh, bar I want to talk about from your songs, Addictions. You say, uh, Do you know what it's like to wake up thinking about work? Mm-hmm. Talk about that bar, man. Like, what would you want through doing that time? Yeah, there's just a lot of times waking up being so trapped in my mind where it's like, Is it even worth And, you, you know, I, I, I'm always somewhat hesitant to say that just because I understand how privileged I am and like how. So much, like I said before, the advice I get where it's like so much more people have it worse. But there are times where you get so trapped in your mind and you you get so hopeless from whatever reason. It could do the chemical imbalance, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that I think don't know that. So just when I was making it, it was probably just like, sure. um, you ever wake up and know what it's like to feel worthless or whatever. So mm-hmm. find yourself worth or find yourself feeling worthless. I learned to beat depression when I learned to be determined. I think was the next part. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Now, when I hit you up, I asked you, you know what I'm saying, for an album that you've been rocking with lately. You gave me a couple albums. Yeah, I gave you <laughs> so a couple So I, I usually get like a, uh, I usually take um, like a track mm-hmm. and turn it to a question. So cool, since you gave okay. me like multiple uh, albums, I'm going to okay. take one from each and then we'll move on. Cool. So on T Grizzly's song, on the uh, like on his last album, he had uh, T's Coney Island. Mm-hmm. He got a song called uh, I Don't Give a Fuck with Chris Brown. Give me something anybody care about nowadays that you just don't give a fuck about. Hmm. Something, uh... I would say clout, but mm-hmm. I don't... I Technically, I kind of care about it a little <laughs> bit, so I can't really say that. I, I'm not obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, I would say jewelry. Mm-hmm. Probably jewelry. I care a little bit about clothes. I'm not the most stylish, but I'm, I'm not like, you know... Always looking like I'm going to the gas station or something. Like I'll dress up if I have to. But I'd say probably 
Probably jewelry. I like hearing about jewelry. I, I love the bars about it. I love hearing about diamonds dancing and shit. I heard uh, Pat Bev talking about Nick Nurse had a Rolex oh, and that yeah, shit was so hilarious. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I could, uh, it would be a funny thing if I had like a chain or yeah. something. Like a, but no, it's just something that. I, Get you a J Ham chain. Yeah, J Ham <laughs> comedy could be. I had Dada J Hams in high school, yeah. which is ridiculous. <laughs> shoes. Dada Yeah. And, uh, now, Utopia, uh, Travis Scott album. Mm -hmm. Track number two, thank God. What's something you thank God for right now? Yeah. Health. I thank God for health. Mm -hmm. I thank God for um, family. Mm -hmm. uh, just having resources, having um, the, the basic thing on, things on like Maslow's hierarchy chart of mm -hmm. like safety, shelter and all that, food, um, the great relationship that I'm in. But then I'm also thankful I said this. Recently, I got to watch some of Jordan's career, mm -hmm. all of Kobe's, and now LeBron. Oh, yeah, There's yeah, always yeah. been something to watch. I'm pretty sure. thank, thanks God. Yeah, who are we gonna have after LeBron? And I don't think it's gonna be Wemby at first. Yeah, I was no. like, here he is, but I don't know. I'm like, this yeah, is Curry getting older. Like, God yeah, damn, uh, it's like, oh fuck him. Who you said? <laughs> he can't stop being fat. Like, <laughs> oh Zion. <laughs> He could have been, but he can't, man. He can't I know, I'm kinda, I, I loved him. I'm kind of out. I don't want to say I'm out on him now, but I'm disappointed. Yeah, man. So far. when he was dunking on everybody in high school. Uh, yeah, he had the best high school dunks I've ever yeah. seen. Then he went to Duke doing the same thing. He got yeah, 360 just, windmills in traffic. Yeah, now he messing with, with, uh, <laughs> with random chicks and shit. Red Tube got him. Red yeah. Tube in real life. <laughs> Eating the fuck out of that motherfucking food down here in New Orleans. Yeah. Now, um, on Scary Hours, BBL Love. Oh, yeah. Did you ever go through a phase where you were like, liking the big chicks, man? Mind them. Yeah. Cool. Okay. okay. Uh, I never had one with a Brazilian butt lift. Uh -huh. Never seen that. But shout out to that. that as long as it's safe, mm -hmm. do what you got to do. <laughs> and uh, I, I hear a lot of people really advocate against it, though. So just right. whatever you're doing to your body is just making it be safe. Just For sure. For sure. Women just need to quit fucking their lips up. Specifically, like... Uh, White girls. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but and uh and some uh not just white girl, but I'll see a lot of that <laughs> out of nowhere like, where I'm like even when they face even when they when they hurt they still got the same Yeah, like person. there's this the whoever that teen mom used to be. Like now her face oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, like when it's the uh the surgery to make it look like that, like a fish, <laughs> or some sometimes like eyebrows get fucked up. Yeah. But and then I say, I say, uh, big girls, I'm thinking about BBW, my bad. Oh, BBL. yeah, yeah, BBL, 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 yeah, BBL, BBW. Oh, uh, no, big girls just get some love too. That, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I mean, now it's like it, uh, it's all about empowerment and stuff. We're in the Lizzo movement, man. So <laughs> I say, just uh, yeah, get in where you fit in if you can for fit sure. in. For sure. Now, the last one, volume two of uh, Scary Hours. You, know, uh, you broke my heart. Mm. When last time you got your heart broke? That wasn't death related? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, uh, got my heart broke with that, that girl that, uh, I mean, mm. this is years and years ago. It's so embarrassing to say but the heart was broken from it. But yeah, I'd say the, the long distance thing where I got cheated on, even though I probably deserved it. I've, I've done, I used to do some grimy shit like back in my twenties. So, I mean, I probably, uh, I, I never cheated or anything like that, but I wasn't always the greatest. So I'm like, I probably, probably do some probably, karma. Yeah, yeah that, that, was, that was the last time that 808 and heartbreaks really hit for me. <laughs> and I was playing it like, I hear this one. Yay. For sure. For sure. <laughs> now I ask everybody when they, you know, come on show, they do music, they rap and stuff, or they sing, if they want to go ahead and give a 16 or whatever. Yep. And you say, yeah, a lot of people be like, tell me no. Like, I'm like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm good. I don't want to rap. I don't do that shit. I know. You At know? first I thought that, but then it, it, 
I'm just like, shit, I got an idea. I got to do it. So, yeah, <laughs> well, we can do it. We can do it. All right, cool. So, we're about to go ahead and move on. You know what I'm saying? To the uh, bars. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Comic, Joey Hamoud, every name you could think of. Joey from the Serial Commercial. <laughs> Joey from Blossom. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. We got bars coming up, y'all. Switch, run them bands up. Mm. Let this run through a little bit. Hey, Hamoud. Some new. One, two. Take me to a place where the time zone's different. Silo, cyber, now my mind's gone missing. Give me on the mic and I'm nice, something don't spin it. Crack, Tyrone Biggums, ice cold liquor with the hydro tripping. It's a real high dose, so my eyes don't spin. I got nothing holding me down, but a flight float in. Then I just exited the exhibit. I get this feeling when I'm lifted. Always been a tie to fit in with the misfits. I don't like it if you're critical and nitpicky. I've been this way since. Stick, stickly back as a young kid, stick skinny. Now I'm medium. Got spirit speaking to me like a medium. Comedian keeping a shit eating grin. I was living in the past, I'm free again. But I'm taking get out the DM. Uh, no benefits come with the friends, but you walk around like you got tens. Your girl looking like a he him. Yuck, still living in Michigan. Detroit Pistons, you can't get a win. Fuck, I'm winning again and again. You know how sticky it. What is my age again? Playing a mother state is my favorite. I was in 23, I was like 8 to 10. Imposter syndrome, I felt like they hate the kid. This shit is gas like I'm breaking with bad bitches. Loving a comic, I think I'm Pete Davidson. Faded, I'm faking it until I'm making it. Life is a fucking joke every day as a bitch. Comic. Yes, sir. <laughs> that was dope. Hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah thank you. Yeah, appreciate man. that shit. It's always good when you got somebody who want to rap and can actually rap. Yeah. Because we ain't had the other side. <laughs> yeah. Now, is there anything as far as like with the music shit that you hate that you have to deal with, man? The music shit that I, I like, hate. Like you hate dealing with being an artist. Like oh, yeah. Business, the, like what do you hate dealing with, bro? I would say I hate dealing with, um, I actually don't enjoy promoting all the time. Mm-hmm. Um if it's if it's something, I guess it depends on the event. I, lo- I actually really like uh, promoting rap camp events, but mm-hmm. when people come there and it's like, "What time are you on again? What is it? What's the exact time that you're on?" And the more the older that we're getting, people need to know the exact time. Like in we were younger, it was like, "Yeah, I'll be there." Like people didn't have shit to do mm-hmm. all day, so I would say promoting it, having to be. I'm not so much like. Uh, I, I'm kind of self-conscious and more of like self-aware, mm-hmm. so I don't always love to do promos. Like if they, uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Like I, I don't know. I wish I was more of like the people that can go on live and be like, "We coming." You don't even know what the fuck's happening. Like I don't have that part of me. I just have like the if you like it, you like it. Like I really approach everything comedically, sure. comedically. So that's why the whole comic thing came up. Because sometimes I'll be like, "Don't fucking come to the show." But like not this one. Just like the worst promoter. Okay, okay. But I'd say that. Now towards the end, we always ask crazy questions, man. Yes. Perfect. So I got this one shit called "Too Early, Too Late, or Right on Time." This is great. Sex. Did you have sex too early? Too, too late. late. Oh, right on time. I had it too late. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was like, I think 17. Okay. Sorry, mom and dad. Yeah. Uh, I was like 17, but I was like, I, you know, I wasn't like handsome like I am now. I was more goofy looking, but I was still like a tall, talented dude. It was like the homecoming king. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I should have, I, I should have been early, but I just, I kind of, I grew up with sisters and I felt like I always kind of had morals or whatever. Not saying that it, like, I was almost over-moral. I was Catholic, too, by the way. Okay. So that was crazy to go from with a Muslim dad and be yeah. Catholic. Like, it was, it was fuckery. <laughs> but um, it was so that, I think, 
it held me back a lot with it, but yeah, it was way too late. Okay. Should have been earlier. All right, too early, too late around time. Figuring out life. Oh, um, I would say too late. I haven't figured shit out. <laughs> yeah, I'm late. I am late to the game. But uh, that's okay, though. I don't mind that because while figuring shit out is the most fun. Going mm-hmm. through. I've done a lot of stuff you can, that people can say they haven't done or tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to travel a lot more, but um, it's... Yeah, I would say I figuring out life, but I accept that part of me that I, I don't really have anything figured out. All right, moving out of your parents' house. Mm, I did that right on time, but there was a time I had to move back for a while. I got fired from my job mm-hmm. and uh, like moved out of my apartment. So I had to come. I was like 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was 25. I had to move home for a couple of months, and that sucked. <laughs> Because my dad was like, he did, it wasn't like, you got it back. It was like, get your ass to work. We're building a deck tomorrow. Yeah. Like, it was like, so I spent everywhere. But um, yeah, I would say uh, both. Okay, so okay. early and then end up being too late. All right, starting start music. Right on time. I did it right when I needed to. Um, I wish I would have rode more um, waves of momentum when they happened. There was a time where like, I had a song playing in Flint on the radio, and I opened up for g Easy, mm-hmm. and that was really cool. I wish I would have pushed the wave more then, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I've been a lot more consistent. There was a time where I did something called the... Oh, I don't need to get into all that, but it, uh, <laughs> I got consistent as time went on. Okay. But I would say as far as starting the writing process of it, it, it was perfect. It was 14 years old. Okay, leaving a messed up relationship right on time. Way too late. Okay. <laughs> Way too late. Um... I've had some where uh, I had like a, a psycho relationship in college where I, I, I don't regret it because the stories are hilarious <laughs> and it will make for great material, but um, I didn't need to stay in that. There was just, I felt like I uh, really took myself out of a lot of times that could have been had because I was spending, you know, time All with right. the wrong person. First relationship, was it too early, too late, right on time? Right on time. Okay. Um, that was a cool one because it wasn't that serious. I was 15. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a driver's license, so I dated an older girl so she'd give me a ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Too early, too late, around time. Finding out Santa Claus wasn't real. Right on time. I was uh, five five or six when I was like, when um, I don't think my parents were smart to do the, he's got, he's got uh, people for him. He's got his yeah, people sure. running for him. They, yeah. they were just like, you figured it out. What are you doing here? <laughs> All yeah. right. Now, this was this called What's Worse? Give you two things, you tell me what's worse. Okay. What's worse, getting caught by your parents beating your meat or getting caught by your partner beating your meat? Parents. <laughs> parents, for sure. That, I couldn't think of anything worse. When I hear, I've heard stories on comedy podcasts where people say it, I'm like, that's that's literal trauma. I don't care who you are. That is horrifying. Man. Unless, you know, it's a really open family or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. But it, uh, no, that, that sounds fucking horrible. <laughs> no, thanks. All right, all right. What's worse, you have kids and they catching you having sex, or you catching your parents having sex? Catching the parents, because at least I was having fun at first. Yeah. <laughs> With this, it was just like, because if I'm looking for my parents, I'm probably not having fun. If I'm a kid, or wait, what, what was it? It was seeing your parents having sex or, or your, your kids, kids seeing it. You yeah, I would say the kids. Damn, that's kind of fucked up of me not thinking about the kids, though. You can tell I don't have kids. <laughs> And uh, in fact, you know what? Let me take my answer back. I just saw this viral video. I don't know if it was real or what, but this uh, lady was twerking on this younger dude and, and uh, a little boy saw the seven-year-old. And, hey, he cried. So I, I was like, man, that's fucked up. So you know what? I'm going to say uh, me walking in my parents. I'll take the brunt out of it. All right. <laughs> Change my answer. Being a tall dude with short arms. Being a... 
being a tall dude with short arms or being a short dude with long legs. <laughs> this part is short with the legs long legs. more words. I feel like I I have Laurie's legs. I have like uh, um cartoonish like James and the Giant Peach looking at uh, legs. And it kind of, kind of have like a short torso, so I'm already there. If I, I have long ass arms, and it's done nothing but great things for me. If I was a little T Rex, like on some Desmond Bain, I, uh, no, I couldn't do it. That would be, it would be hilarious. But no, I, I'm happy with my freakishly long arms. All right, what's worse, somebody talking through a movie, or somebody telling you the ending? Telling the ending, yeah. definitely. It, it depends on the movie. I, I don't mind a lot of uh, talking through the movie. It depends too, like on. Um, what did I see that where the talking was? Fu- oh, I went and saw the movie Thanksgiving by myself, this horror slasher Ooh. film, and there would be people in the uh, theater just like, "Damn!" and like that shit's funny. Like I like no. that. Or sit when people talk like through a, or like when we all react together through a jackass movie or yeah, a horror yeah, movie, yeah. it's fun. I don't, I don't really care. But telling the endings fucked up, man. Mm-hmm. Like you know, so and so dies at the I end. It's like what? Yeah, that shit. It, you you feel kind of like violated you don't even get mad you just get like disappointed like damn all that dopamine i was about to get is ruined because you're a For jackass sure. yeah, exactly. yeah i got a friend who likes to do that to people i don't know he's just like a villain hell yeah what's worse losing your girl to your homeboy <laughs> oh, or losing your girl to your ex mm. <laughs> wait losing my girl to my ex yeah. uh a homeboy for sure so lose it, cause then if she just likes a girl, I'm like, oh, you're just gay. <laughs> All right, you must be. You know, yeah, no, it's I would take that, and then the ex, I'd be like, good luck. I could, maybe you can get it to work. All right, what's worse, find find out your parents aren't your real parents, or find out your siblings are adopted. Finding out my parents aren't my real parent. My uh, my sisters played a joke on me when I was little and said that I was. I'm really airing them out, huh? They, they, I was like five, and they're like, you know, you came from a dumpster, right? Yeah, I was like, damn, they did. It was real diabolical pranks back then. Yeah, so right. for a whole week, I was like, mom, you, you're my mom, right? She was like, what did you do? You know, like exactly. so. And that that shit hurt. So I would say, uh, finding out the, if my siblings were adopted. I mean, that would be weird because I'd have some trust issues either way. But yeah, yeah. What's, what's worse, <laughs> failing at something or not starting? Not starting. Okay. Um, yeah, failing at something is fine. I failed a lot. I still fail all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh, it builds. I just I just bombed on a Kid L's live. You know, mm-hmm. Kid L on Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, bombed on his live. It was humiliating. You rapping? But yeah, uh, and uh, let me say, I have gone on there before and I killed it. Mm-hmm. And like, and to get love from him and like that crowd, that's a great. That's great. <laughs> but then I uh, no, I bombed this time around and like. When you get cut out of a live and you just see your face, you're in the middle of doing <laughs> that is like, uh, and it's, you know what though? I kind of, I had a, a few drinks and I had like, like did some like half baked material I'd never done out loud. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. I don't know why I went in there like that. Yeah. And I, it was in front of a uh, four, two Doug's DJ. Yeah. I lived, you know, it was a few hours like, God damn it. But it, uh, I think, but that you got to stay humble. I'll yeah. have times where I fucking kill it on stage. You need to have the good yeah. and the bad. So no, I'm, I'm cool with family. You know what's funny? I remember um, I had uh, sent some music, uh, Hot Boy Turk, from the cast, from Hot Boys. Yeah, yeah. He was doing uh, a live, and he wanted people to send music. He was playing it. And uh-huh. I sent him a song. He was like, this ain't it. Uh, I'm like, fuck you, Turk. <laughs> fuck ass. That, <laughs> Lil Wayne was the best. <laughs> this ain't it is such a hard, easy. It's just like, damn. 
it's, it's a great it's great <laughs> feedback but it's just like fuck, what, when is, what is gonna make it be it yeah okay, no. <laughs> no i try not to have if unless, i didn't see any of the disrespectful comments luckily though when i was uh what doing whatever i was doing but yeah. i like if it I just, that one's on me. I should have done better. For sure, for but, sure. No, nothing wrong with failing. If you don't try, it's like, what are you doing, man? You are. You find out your your mate cheating through text or in action. Mm, it's worse in action for mm. sure. Um, unless it's like, uh, it, the, that might not be bad if it was just some chump mm-hmm. that you see. Like it's just some chump, and you're just like, oh, this is what you're leaving me for. You're stupid. Because then through text, you you always your mind goes to the worst. She left you for. A good Adonis <laughs> God, sure. right? So if you see some chump in person, it kind of gives it the. But damn, it sucks either way. But I, I'd say it's worse in person, maybe usually. Uh, now this last one, you find out your ex, she left you, she got a new boyfriend. <laughs> what's, what's worse, uh-huh. the dude looking like one of the, the finest dudes in the world, like he just a, a top model, or he's the richest person in the world. Hmm. Wow, <laughs> I'm so vain. That it's showing. I would say the richest person yeah. in the world, maybe because the the yeah. yeah. You came up like damn. You came yeah, up. like damn. She leveled the fuck because looks aren't everything. But now this chick's in. A, I was driving her to Applebee's in the Equinox, and now she's in a helicopter going to an island. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Exactly. She leveled yeah. up. It was for just sure. some good looking dude, whatever. Like yeah, it, that's, that's for sure. Sierra yeah. playing level up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is. That's hey man. The, hey, I appreciate you coming on the show, bro. Yeah, thank it was you a so good much. Time. Yeah. Let the people know where they can find you on social media, the music, all that good stuff. Yeah, Joey Hamoud. Uh, the handle is at Comic Music. Mm. Just follow me on uh, preferably Instagram. That's where I'm going to be doing most of the stuff. You're going to get a lot of skits. You're going to get comedy, some bars too. Mm. And then just uh, you'd like good content. I just am trying to entertain people. Follow Rap Camp. Follow Kilo. Follow. Just go to Rap Camp, search it. You're going to find bars in Detroit, different with the part of Detroit that. Sounds like my age, I guess. You know what sure. I mean? Like it, and then people rapping, rapping. You want to hear bars? Go there. Uh, last Rap thing. Camp. Last thing. With the, you say your age, do you feel like is a is a um, is an age limit on music? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, there is an age limit on content, certain topics in music. Mm-hmm. I can no longer talk about going out, going to the bar. I can't talk about, I really couldn't, I didn't have that many hoes anyway. There were a few phases, but it, I think there's um, like, I know people criticize Drake because he still kind of talks about things that you do when you're 25. Mm-hmm. And I, I did hear what Andre 3000 said about that. And that, that's his opinion. Yeah, He's entitled to, to it. it. Yeah. So some people don't, but I think it has to be age appropriate mm-hmm. music, but that, there isn't a time limit. I'll, I'll listen to, uh, these Nas albums that come out till he's 78, <laughs> I'll sure. listen to, uh, and even if he makes a, you know, like he's 92, I'll listen to it. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be, he'll have something poetic to say about a nursing home or something, <laughs> or like, sure. or like the system that's going on in it. Like, it's, it's just like hearing a new book or chapter or something. Mm-hmm. It just, you, I think you have to, as a listener, go in with not expecting the old shit. People grow up, oh, yeah, but sure. no, oh, it's, yeah. uh, there, uh, there's no limit. You should, if it makes you happy, keep doing it for okay. sure. Okay, yeah, should we get in like that then? You know what I'm saying? It make you happy to keep doing that shit. That's right. All right, man. It was it was good having you, man. Episode so 181. Showers, everybody. Comment. J Ham. Enjoy your mood. However you want to, whatever you want to call them. That's him. That's right. So you already know, man. Best podcast in the city. Ain't no competition. If it is, I don't see that shit. Thank you for listening to this episode. 
If you or your company are looking to jump into the podcast world, now is the time. The Plug Agency is here to connect you to the full power of podcasting. You just record and leave the rest to us. The people are listening and want to hear from you. Theplug-agency.com. That's theplug-agency.com. Click the link in the episode description for an exclusive offer.